0: the international game has me de mox hello
1: everybody and welcome to episode 52 of hoop darshan. hoop
0: darshan hoop darshan
1: episode number 52 karan you know who number 52 is
0: uh, number 52, even though it's a random number for most of the world, is an important number for Indian basketball. That's, that was the number that's worn by our main man, Satnam Singh, and a, that was the number he was drafted by, the, that, becoming the first Indian drafted to the NBA.
1: That's exactly right. That was a nice coincidence, the number 52 pick and him being number 52. I wonder if that's why he chose it. Uh, that's exactly why he chose, chose it. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: Yeah, uh, it seems so long ago now, right? It's been, it's about two years ago that it happened. Yeah, that's right. And it was one of our first few
1: episodes uh, of Hoop Darshan as well. I remember um, us having our first ever butter chicken party because of that. Uh, (laughs) Seems like a long time ago. Long time ago, maybe like 40 something episodes ago, which is a pretty massive uh, deal, I think. So before anything else, thanks to all of our listeners for uh, continuously put up they're putting up with us uh, this yeah
0: we are making a comeback after a long uh, a longer break than usual you know yeah. we've yes. had some technical difficulties in getting our guest right but uh, we, we finally got it done and you guys will hear from a great guest later
1: that's right um but before we get to that guest section we've got a few things to talk about current uh, in the world of indian basketball um, yep just to give our listeners a perspective today is nine eleven. oh it is the 11th of September, uh, and we've just finished the under-16 South Asian Basketball Championships in Nepal, which is like yeah. our uh, traditional battering ground where we just humiliate our opponents, namely um, Nepal, Bhutan, Bangladesh, Sri Lanka, teams like this, to yeah. ensure qualification to the uh, respective Asian tournament, and we did that again.
0: Yeah. Uh yeah, we uh Sri Lanka didn't make it this time. I think they rescinded their team. Mm-hmm. But this but it was all the other teams you mentioned plus Maldives. Yeah. And Maldives unfortunately faced the worst of the Indian brunt. Uh we beat them, Koshik, 152 to 17. Oh my that god. That is a 135 point victory. That, I, I it's it should be there should be a mercy rule because like What's the point of us winning this this much if we're going to go to an Asian tournament and then lose by 40 points again? Like, there's there has to be some sort of middle ground between, like, the South Asian level and then the larger Asian level, right? Uh,
1: absolutely, absolutely. It's, uh, it's a bit insane, but I think that's kind of how basketball works. Um, yeah. Uh, I've always wondered how, like, in the Olympics, right, the US just gives a hammering to everybody and… There's like tiers. European teams are consistently better than like South American teams, who are consistently better than African teams, and then there's mm-hmm. Asia. Um, mm-hmm. But those same teams, when they beat up other opponents in their same continent, it's like a 40 50 point victory. So, yeah, um, yeah. it's just such a funny sport. Um,
0: but there I were, sh- I, I wish India could be tested a little bit more in South Asia, just just because you know, it's good for us to have that. that that stress, you know, playing in these tournaments. Uh, I think the closest game was a win over Bangladesh, which was a 19-point victory. (laughs) Otherwise, we won almost every game by... um, I think we beat Bhutan by uh, 81 points. We beat uh, Nepal by, like, 50-something or 60-something. Like, it was just... It was insane. Uh, Shout-out to Prince Pal Singh, who's the next big thing. Which is a great name. Yeah. Uh, Amazing name, and he's the next in line of like a million Punjabi superstar players that have come through the Ludhiana Basketball Academy. Uh, Prin- Prince Pal won the MVP at this tournament and he, he's been on a hot streak because he won the MVP at the Youth Nationals earlier this year, uh, which Punjab won. And he's at the NBA India Academy. So he's he is right now the centerpiece of what could possibly be our future team. And um, I hope he's being uh, trained right because I'd, I would love to see him get an opportunity to go to... NCAA D1 I think all these times we've been talking about guys who could have made it but didn't have the chance he, <laughs> I think he could be the one
1: That's that's amazing How tall is he?
0: He's I think 6 foot 8 and 16 years old mm-hmm. uh, So at the at the youth level he's obviously centre Yeah But he'll probably have to sort of you know bring up a little bit of the Amjot Singh stretch 4 in, in his game mm-hmm. as he grows older Yeah um, Yeah no he's, he's talented as hell and the best thing about him being at the NBA India Academy is that they don't just work on your skills; they're working on, you know, the, your diet, your strength and conditioning, all of that stuff.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So, um, I, I really hope that this this works out here, and it's obviously showing, right? He's yeah. he's he had an incredible 2017.
1: That's right. Uh, if I'm not mistaken, the there was another kid in this in this team which we've heard about before as well, right? The guy who went to Italy to train.
0: Ah, uh, uh, so Tomar. Yeah, Harshvardhan Tomar played pretty well. Uh, he's he's one guy to watch. Binod Rajak, who I hadn't heard of before this tournament, he, he really stepped up. He played well too. Mm-hmm. So uh, good to see some of these guys. You know, I mean, again, it's we played mo- really, really easy opponents. Uh, yeah. Um. So it's it's hard to put in perspective. We learn more about these players when we go to the Under Sixteen FIBA Asia Championship, which is in Malaysia later this year.
1: That's right, and I think it, um, the Under Sixteens is actually the first time that. These guys get to play and, uh, internationally also, right? So, uh,
0: yep, yep, it is. So also, shout out to sorry, go on.
1: No, just saying it's it's a good uh, platform for these guys to get that taste of international experience uh, before no it gets serious in Malaysia.
0: Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, I want to give a shout out to Vibhor who who is the head coach of this team. He is uh, the elder brother of Vishesh, also from my hometown in Varanasi. He's been a he's been like a long time veteran Varanasi and UP coach. Uh, and so it's good to see him. This was his first time ever coaching a national team at any any stage, and um, it was an easy first experience. And he did a good job of it. So shout out to him.
1: Shout out, shout out to Vipul Bragwanski, and shout out to Varun okay.
0: Yeah, thank you, thank you, all <laughs> all, all day, every episode. <laughs> uh,
1: Speaking uh, of Varun Oh, great segue. <laughs> As we always <laughs> tend to do in this uh, in this podcast. Um, Speaking so, of
0: Varun um, another one of the great players of of RMS basketball who actually grew up playing basketball with uh, vishesh and uh, became an indian national captain became one of became the most uh, most decorated domestic player in india in indian basketball is prashanti singh and if you guys haven't heard prashanti singh was recently given the arjuna award which is one of the highest awards for uh, athletes in india so, I want to sh- sh- huge, huge, multiple shout-outs to Prashanti. It's, it's, it's great to see. Um, it's a very short list of Indian basketball players who have made this award, you know, since the Arjuna Award started in 1961 or whatever. She's only the 20th and only the third woman to get it. So, big shout-out to her.
1: Absolutely. Uh, and it's just great to always hear one of the singh sisters in the in the news because they've just achieved so much all of them together yeah. uh, and it's good to see recognition for not just basketball but women's basketball as well
0: yeah and it's back to back uh women's players now in india it was it was gitu 3 years ago our our guest for our landmark 50th episode yeah and uh and now it's prashanti so it's it's just awesome to hear to see that like they're finally considering the woman, even though until Geetu, the only woman was Suman Sharma, which was back in the eighties. You know, mm-hmm. so it's. I'm glad that it's finally happening. Yeah. There's a whole generation of male players now who are going to be next in line. Yeah. And yeah. I, I hope that they'll be considered soon.
1: Yeah, and they should also ideally, I think uh, Anita would also probably be in line. One hundred percent. To get yeah. this in the few next few years, so it's a good. Good. I've heard rumors.
0: I've heard rumors that Anita has already been confirmed. So, oh, that's fantastic. Uh, so, but but I mean, these are just rumors and don't quote me on it. But we'll see. We'll, we'll see what happens. Which means quote uh, me
1: on it, people.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but if I've said it, it's out, right? Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, I hope. Any, and I also want the the Basketball Federation of India, I'm, I'm calling them out in this situation. There's not a single mention of this anywhere by the BFI. I know they have this drama with, you know, the Singh sisters and all of that. But dude, an Indian basketball player won an Arjuna award in 2017 and the BFI has not acknowledged it. That's bullshit. They yeah. need to like, they need to, they need to give her some, even if it's just a, a, an update on the website, like congrats Prashanti. That hasn't happened. So, that's kind of sad.
1: That is kind of sad and it's also one of the other all day, every day things. Every episode of Hoop Darshan, we'll have something to crib about uh, BFI and this is, this is just it this time. <laughs>
0: Uh um, we've we'll we'll a little bit more to crib about though.
1: That's true. <laughs> uh so it's been a while since this tournament happened but we have to address the FIBA Asia Cup disappointments current so uh the the before the tournament we spoke to Phil Weber, and he Did not really share our optimism going in, and he was. I thought we we just thought that he's going to be like he's he's realistic about the situation Mm -hmm. and um, not pessimistic. But turns out that it might have been pessimism in hindsight. Like we did not put up a good showing at all. Uh, What were your thoughts on the FIBA Asia Cup?
0: Um, I mean, first of all, silly of us to doubt the coach. He he knew what he was talking about. Like (laughs) he could see. Like. (laughs)
1: We he's, are. Yeah, he's the coach, and we're just a bunch of like podcasters who cater to fifty people.
0: <laughs> and 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 we are the we are the worst in this sense because we are optimistic about every damn thing. Yeah.
1: Um.
0: But but in reality, yeah, the team was underprepared. The team wasn't healthy, uh, and it showed. We got a butt whooped by Iran. We uh, could have played better. We played better against Jordan, even though Jordan were, were missing their um, imports and we were missing Vishesh. We played better. We still lost that game. And the Syria game, where uh, that was the saddest one. We were up 19 at one point in early in the third quarter. And then the second half, there was just a big implosion. Shots stopped falling. Uh, and we lost that game too. So, three games, three losses. We were out in the first round. Uh, and after all the hype, you know, us playing really well in the FIBA Asia Challenge last year. Us making the improvements over the last three years or so. This has come as like a blunt wake-up call that... You know, there's no trend here. Like we were trying so hard to see a trend in Indian basketball rising. I think the trend is in our star players doing better than ever before. Like we have, we have uh, good individual players, but as a team, we still lack the depth.
1: That's that's absolutely right. Uh, I completely agree with you in the terms of how disappointing the performances were, especially that Syria game where I thought that we would be able to pull it off and then like at least sneak into the next stage and play an extra game, but uh that that wasn't it i think we severely missed vishesh uh, who played the first match against iran but i think they chose not to uh, chose not to test him any further because maybe he wasn't completely recovered from his knee injury or something like that but uh it just showed the kind of experience and poise he brings to the game at that level uh, yep. and i do genuinely believe he's one of asia's best guards and uh, yep. uh, uh, just that the the team could not cope without it and it is, like, we have really good big men, I think, with Amritpal, Amjot, and even Satnam to that extent. But uh, if you don't have guards, it's just harder for the big guys to play and make that impact. And I think that showed in the tournament. And especially the way basketball is
0: uh, evolving now. Yeah. You know, um, whatever works in the NBA, it's not always because uh, I think international basketball is a good mixture of how the European um uh, the Euro League's best teams play and the NBA's best teams play. So it's both uh, like very selfless, fast paced basketball, but also now that the NBA is moving towards more guard dominant basketball. And without, we could have a, n- a number of great big players, but without one singular um, great shooter or great creator like Vishesh, we are in trouble. Um, Vishesh yeah. was really like, he played that first game, he had Twice as many turnovers as points, so I think it was obvious that he's not gonna. He's not really. Um, he's not healthy. He's super rusty. Yeah. Um, and uh, our the rest of our guards weren't. You know, like Akilan Pari who's usually uh, the the guard who who sta- who starts next to Vishesh in our international tournaments, was hurt, so he wasn't even in the team. Uh, T J Sahi was coming off sort of a a high strain, if I'm not uh, if I'm not wrong, and he's not really. Um, creator kind of point. I mean, he's a, he's a creator for himself. Yeah. He's a shoot-first guy. So, it's it's hard to have so, too many to shoot-first guys in the team, right? When you need to get the ball to Amjot um, and um, Amripal.
1: That's right. Uh, I guess, like, and if the, there's any silver lining, it's the fact that our uh, youngster uh, hashtag ball, Bala. Uh, yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. Uh, he's he, been, um, he, he really was the, the the brightest spark and even when I, I interviewed Coach Weber for a story on Scroll after this tournament, he singled out Bala is being basically, and not just on court, but also like Bala apparently really bought in a really positive sort of um, mentality to learn and get better, and he and he really he helped the coaches feel better about the team's future too. So I'm glad to see that. Um, I hope him and Vishesh can can be like uh, a a backcourt tandem the way Amritpal and Amjot are in the front court. That's right. Um,
1: The the ever. uh non aging vishesh who's like the, the non aging vishesh uh, <laughs> and
0: uh, one of the bigger disappointments was satnam's performance let's let's call it call it as it is and i know that this is a episode dedicated to his number but coming in with all the hype he was in the national team for the first time in four years he has played in the nba d league i know he's played small minutes but he's played there which no, no indian has he's played in the summer league he's played at at a higher level than consistently than any indian in history, you know consistently yes. uh and yet he couldn't get to play like he I think he averaged eight or nine minutes a game in this tournament he w- he wasn't fit at all according to the coach and uh, because he also came in late so it, it, it just it just didn't fit and it was kind of disappointing to see him not um, a not being able to earn the minutes and b you can't really blame him to not make more because if you're getting so little time it's hard to get in the groove of the game right
1: yeah yeah absolutely right. Uh, and I think the, the things we feared about Satnam being not up to the pace of the game in like, serious competitive FIBA share ball, I think that kind of came true. Uh, it, it is really disappointing, but I think the only way to go forward is like he just has to be more in the program, be be part of the team, play more with the rest of the guys and so on. So uh, I, I agree it, that that was disappointing, but uh, let's not end this on a disappointing note, Karan. We've got some good news to share as well
0: you've got fantastic news because uh we're sticking with the theme of these big punjabis today right
1: that's right we had
0: we talked about Prince Pal, we talked about satnam we're going to talk to another great big punjabi soon uh but before we get to him let's talk about the the, the other of our big three amrit pal singh who will be coming very close to you uh,
1: Koshik. that's right close close enough uh, not the same town but uh, just a couple of hours on a plane ride away same continent same continent same country it's it's a big ass country and it's got like two cities no I'm kidding uh, uh, yeah Amritpal Singh has officially signed a contract to be one of the 12 members of the Sydney Kings which is uh, like probably not the best NBL team around but it's still an NBL team so uh, an Indian guy made it to the roster of the Australian Professional League that's that's pretty massive achievement, I think. Nothing—it's not happened ever before. We discussed, I think, previously, um, briefly about what contract Vishesh has signed. He's he signed with the Adelaide 36 sixers which is another team, uh, mm. as something like something called a developmental player or like training player or something. Like. It's some, mm-hmm. one of those weird contracts where yeah, yeah. he can he can only play if there is an injury vacation uh, vacancy created by. Uh, anybody else in the main 12, so he's, he's that. But Amritpal is is proper. He's, he's going to yeah. be part of the 12-man team. There's no restrictions. He's going to actually play minutes. And in fact, um, just recently, a few days ago, NBL held its pre-season tournament called the NBL Blitz. And the Sydney okay. Kings played three games in that. And he... Uh, he didn't start off very well, so he just played, like, a couple of minutes in the first game, but slowly progressed, so he played, like, eight minutes in the next one, and the final game, he played about 15 minutes and even scored four points, maybe, like, if I if I remember right, the last game, he had four points and uh, seven or eight rebounds and a yeah. decent free throw shooting percentages. So, it's uh, it's the coach, Andrew Gaze, who is an Aussie legend, has mentioned yep. that it, he's Amritwal is going to be a work in progress, but they do expect him to contribute, and they think that his rebounding skills and his his basketball IQ is is pretty good. So they uh, they are hoping for serious things with him, and this is not just one of those marketing sort of ploy.
0: Yeah, I, I've heard the same thing about um, the the Sydney Kings that their their biggest issue was rebounding. Yeah, uh, like uh, they're supposed to be really strong in the wing position, but it's the uh, they're, they're kind of weaker in size so i think amrit pal will will contribute and he's he's playing his uh he'll play a preseason game with the utah jazz in next month so that's going to be fun going to st- uh, seeing him going against uh, rudy gobert potentially um and i agree like i, I it, it is obviously also a marketing ploy because yeah. how could it not be yeah it doesn't but
1: hurt,
0: right it doesn't hurt, but, but but at the same time like they he he is that good he is that talented and uh, and a team, and a competitive team like the NBL would not waste a roster spot uh, on a guy just because, you know, just because he's Indian. He He's obviously super experienced even though he's, um, I mean, he picked up basketball really late in his life, but he's super experienced at the international level. He's played high-level uh, basketball at, you know, in, in India and in Japan and in, at the Asian level. So, yeah, it, I'm super excited for him.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I, I'm, I've already bought tickets to go uh, for the match when he's in he's in Melbourne. Okay. Uh, so there's going to be two two games here. I think uh, first one is on the November on November the eleventh, which is about two months okay. from now. Uh, unfortunately, okay. I won't be able to make it to that one because I'm traveling home for a couple of weeks. Uh, okay. But the the following one is on December the eleventh, and for that uh, I've already got my seats, and it's I think it's literally behind the bench. So uh, I hope perfect. to be able to like cheer on and like maybe carry an indian flag or whatever it's gonna be good yeah that will be
0: awesome that'd be amazing it's um it it things are moving fast in indian basketball man and uh i think we should we, we, we should we should get down to the, the the next the next big punjabi
1: that's right uh, in uh, the list the other of our twin towers or uh, one of our big three or like you know this. Obviously, this guy who we're bringing on is a pretty big deal in, in Indian basketball. And we've also had him on previously. So, Karim, had, why, don't you, why don't you tell our listeners who our special guest is?
0: It's the second appearance of Amjot Singh Gill. Amjot Singh, who's from Chandigarh, one of Indian basketball's if not the uh, the best player right now in Indian basketball. Uh, definitely a best offensive player. Yeah, he's um, he, he recently returned from the FIBA Asia Cup in Lebanon. Uh, played in the PSG uh, t- Trophy in Convertor 2. Th- this was maybe his third of... The FIBA Asia Cup was maybe his third or fourth consecutive, you know, major FIBA international tournament. And he's been a leading scorer throughout for the last six or seven years, if you just make a consistent ranking of uh, the averages. Um, we really... he, he He's... He, he had to be the main guy for India at this tournament, you know, we because of the injury to Vishesh and because Amrit Pal uh, wasn't available in the in the practice time. So now I think the, as the other two of the big three are, are getting their professional opportunities abroad, I think both of, both of us hope to see Amjot make that step too, and I hope, we hope that happens soon. We we'll, we'll ask him about it as soon as he comes on this podcast. That's right. Uh, I want to invite. Indian Basketball star Amjot Singh back on Hoop Darshan after several years of a break. Uh, Amjot obviously has uh, very recently played in the FIBA Asia Cup in Lebanon um, and was our leading scorer again. Uh, Amjot, how are you? I am good, sir. How are you, sir? I am very well, Amjot. So, where are you right now? Are you back home in Chandigarh?
2: Yes,
0: sir, I'm in uh, at my place in Chandigarh. Okay, so you recently played in the FIBA Asia Cup, and right after that, you played in the PSG Trophy also in Pondpor. I forgot to mention that. For um, yes, sir. for and you you play for IOB, right? No, I played for Punjab Police. Okay, in Punjab Police. Now. So, how did that go?
2: Uh, it, it, it went good sir, uh, but we lost in the semi-finals because of the lack of coordination because it was the first tournament we played
0: okay. after getting together. Okay, okay. Yeah,
2: so, so, it was good sir.
0: Um. So, I'll, uh, I'll ask you about the FIBA Asia Cup in a minute, but first tell me how are things back home in Chandigarh? Uh, we know that the last time I was trying to contact you, there were a lot of problems with the riots going on. Have things calmed down now?
2: Yes, sir. Now, the things are
0: good and everything yeah. is good at my place. Yeah, um, that's good to hear. So, let, let's get into some basketball then, Amjot. Um, yes, sir. T- tell us about the FIBA Asia Cup. It, was, it ended up being a very disappointing tournament for us. You know, they were the expectations were high for the team, um, but we didn't play very well. So, what do you think went wrong between, you know, what what we were expecting from the team and then what actually happened?
2: So I'll say this. Uh, the, the camp was very short. It was for like seven to eight days. We could mm-hmm. not coordinate with each other uh, uh, mm-hmm. because, we, uh, because, you know, like from the big three only I was practicing. Vishesh was injured and mm-hmm. Amrit was out for, you know, he, was, he went for some, you know, Australia things. And mm-hmm. then he came back and he was busy doing his uh, Punjab police thing. Mm-hmm. So he 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 only attended four days camp. So I I think that the main reason for our loss was that we couldn't practice together and mm-hmm. we couldn't understand what Coach Phil Weber wanted to tell us. Mm-hmm. So I think that was the main reason for our loss. And mm-hmm. uh, rest I, I think we tried really well, but uh, the, I I think the lack of coordination was the main reason mm-hmm. for our loss.
1: Amjoth, I wanted to stress about one point that you mentioned uh, about the coach Phil Weber. He came in obviously pretty late into the scenario, and you had you said you met, you had only a few days of training uh, camp before that. So, what was it like uh, playing with Phil Weber? How is he different from some of the previous coaches you had, and like uh, w- what did you try to do in those seven days that maybe you haven't done before?
2: So, uh, he was a very experienced coach, first of all. Like, he helped us a lot, he helped me a lot to improve. So, as I was the only player, you know, he uh, like, uh, from the big three playing in this Chinese sci-fi tournament. So, he trusted a lot on me and wanted me to make plays and everything. So, I think uh, he made uh, a lot improvement in my game. So, I think... Uh, uh, from uh, from my experience, he had a lot of, uh, you know, he, he knew a lot of things uh, in offense. Uh, uh, you know, he, he helped me a lot with the offense thing. I,
1: I, Amjot, I really like it that you, uh, you are calling it the big three. I thought it was just something <laughs> that the fans said, but it's good to know that the players also are saying the same
2: thing. Uh, no, it's like because uh, uh, you know we are uh, you know, when Vishesh and Amrit play with me, you know it's very relaxing because uh, you know I don't have to uh, force a lot of things. Mm-hmm. Other than because when I was playing in uh, Chinese Taipei, so I had to force my shots mm-hmm. because everyone uh, whom I was playing were rather than Rickin was unexperienced. Mm-hmm. Like Jiva was uh, Jeeva, Moin and uh, Anil and everyone were not that experienced. So I couldn't, you know, uh, so I, I couldn't uh, play that good with them, and uh, the same thing was uh, here in uh, the FIBA Asia Cup because uh, Vishesh was injured, and uh, we ha- we had all the new guys like Satnam was new to our team, and then uh, this Moin and everyone was new. Arvind was Arvind also joined in that thing only, so we could not coordinate with each other, which I told before that that's because of uh, the main reason for our loss.
1: <laughs> uh, what about uh, playing without Vishesh so if I remember correctly he played the first match after not really having too much time to recover from his injury and he didn't play later so um, first I wanted to ask you about like what is it uh, about Vishesh is it a serious injury or and secondly wh- what is it like playing without Vishesh I know you said he makes it really easy and I think um, he is one of the really top guards at the Asia level and uh, he he has impact in many many different ways so uh, what is it like playing without vishesh
2: i think without uh, vishesh uh, the whole the pressure comes on uh, us to amrit and me so uh-huh. amrit can't do a lot of stuff with the ball he can only play at the low post so having uh, you know have uh, with the loss of vishesh we couldn't you know uh, like i only have to do everything you know i have to make plays i had to play screen and rolls with the you know uh, and uh, make uh, which i was not experienced in mm-hmm. with, uh, which vishesh plays a good role in i i was i am w- like more of a catch and uh, you know and make you know do a lot of stuff but mm-hmm. vishesh could uh, you know he, he could control the game so he can play a point guard role so i think that was the main disadvantage uh, is we couldn't control the ball mm-hmm. And we lost again. We lost against the Syria. I think it was due to that only because I had to play. They started playing zone, so I had to play inside as a phone number. So mm-hmm. I I couldn't control the game that much. So I think if Vishesh was there, so he could have done a. Good, we could have done a good job.
1: Sure, I think. And was his injury serious? Because he sat out after the first game.
2: Uh, No, sir. Uh, uh, You know, like he was not injured. Uh, He thought, uh, like, if he'll push more harder, he -hmm. can get injured. So, from that thing, uh, uh, the coach decided not to put pressure on him because, you know, uh, he should not aggravate his injury. That's right.
1: Uh, You briefly mentioned Satnam as well. So, what was it like having uh, the presence of Satnam in the team? Obviously, he's new and he hasn't practiced a lot with you guys. But um, I wanted to... Tell me what
2: what it was like. Uh, uh, like, he has improved a lot in his game. Uh, but uh, we could not put together uh, his experience or what I'll say, you know, uh, in our team. Uh, because we, we we couldn't practice a lot with him. Mm-hmm. So, I think uh, we, uh, we can do good if we practice a lot with each other and under our same coach because the coach is uh, the main uh, thing is uh, how the player should play is in the hand of the coach
1: right. so
2: i think uh, so he can do very good if uh, you know he's, he, he gets uh, you know trained he get, uh, he trained with us you know because he he was playing in a us american style mm-hmm. and uh, our asia p by asia uh, style is different so i think he could not show up what he got so <laughs>
0: excellent um and aj i mean um so coach weber told me after the tournament that um that a lot of the players the you know a lot of the players arrived for the camp uh, not in full fitness and of course what you yeah, mentioned sir. was also what you what you mentioned was also one of the the true things that very few people were consistently part of the team and out of the big 3 you were the only one who was there from the very beginning till the end um, yes, Sat, uh, uh, Vishesh got hurt, uh, Amritpal was playing with uh, the Australian team. Satnam arrived late and uh, according to the coach, he was also very unfit. So, yes, um, how did this... You briefly mentioned this, but but how did it change your game? You have a certain style of play and now you had to completely play a different style because you had to be... the uh, in, in many of the uh, tournaments, and many of the games, you, you were the only uh, top option. For India,
2: yes. So uh, because I'll say this when Vishesh is there, so I only concentrate on scoring. Mm. So I, you know, uh, my main main thing is I can uh, I'll give free mind and score. He's like you score, I'll I'll give you the passes. Now I have to score also, and I have to you know. Uh, control the game so th- uh, from uh, that thing I think because most of the players were injured like mm-hmm. Arvind also had back injury uh, pe- uh, that, that Talvinder Singh also was injured mm-hmm. and Vishesh uh, was also injured and I think uh, uh, Rikin was also injured he has a calf injury and uh, so you know uh, I think uh, all the players who, whom uh, we could trust on were injured mm-hmm. so we have to use the uh, this uh, new experience uh, Unexperienced guys, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so uh, it was uh, you know good for us because now we have uh, now they have the experience and they can uh, play mm-hmm. good in the future. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But uh, uh, talking about this FIFA Asia Cup, we couldn't do good.
0: And you were the captain in the team, right? Yes, sir. So, uh, and again, like so, so, what did you feel about um, the coach's comments about uh, you know a lot of players coming in not fully fit, not ready for the tournament? Is that something that concerns you for the future? That a lot uh, because like players, players which are like in the big three who get to play outside. You guys go for camps to Australia and uh, not camps, but the the NBL. Um, you went for the tryouts in Australia and you're always competing. You play in the UBA league, so is, so you try and stay fit. But what do you feel about uh, the challenges of indian players staying fit for these tournaments because we don't have a pro league how do we stay fit how do we ensure that these players have the right diet right exercise for these tournaments
2: so i think uh, there should be a proper you know camp for like 5 to 6 months first two months should be like uh, fitness training camps which should be taken by a good fitness trainer, and mm-hmm. uh, they sh- uh, you know, our players lack in strength also. Mm-hmm. Uh, when uh, they are big guys like uh, Hadadi and uh, a lot of other guys, so mm-hmm. you know, uh, so uh, it's, uh, we lack in strength also because we have only practiced for seven, two or fourteen days, mm-hmm. and uh, like Chinese Taipei for seven, eight days, we were playing continuous straight, yeah. and then we came back and uh, we didn't do any strength training or do we didn't do anything. And a lot of the you know and we were straight into the camp we could we didn't get any rest for you know I didn't get any rest or the other players didn't get any rest and uh, so I think uh, the main thing for that we, is that we should be there should be camp for like five to six months because it's a very prestigious tournament uh, yeah. and the BFI is doing a great job giving us exposure trips and everything but the team should be the same. Like, uh, who have to play in FIFA Asia, the people who have to play in FIFA Asia Cup, they should be from the first exhibition game. Because for them only, we are, you know, organizing exhibition games. Uh, not for the other guys who are not even in the team, they are playing in the FIFA Asia Cup, uh, the, the exhibition games and the other people come. So, you know, that was the main thing, uh, you know, if they would have played in the exhibition games, they would be fit
0: was Hadadi the the toughest player you went up against uh,
2: because i uh, you know we played three games only so i think mm-hmm. the hadadi was the only toughest guy i faced in, in this year
0: who would you say is um, you know in your experience of playing internationally is has been one, one, the, the toughest opponent that you've had
2: toughest uh, opponent i'll say yilin uh, that uh, yilin? I from uh, yeah uh, that
0: who played this year, last year from the Lakers? Yi Lin in the
1: Lakers, Kaushik? Yes, yes, oh. he did play uh, for a few days in the Lakers and then he got cut.
0: Oh, not Yi Ye Jian Len. Yi yeah. Ye Len. Oh, okay, 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 I get it. I, I was confusing him with the old Yi. Ye. Yeah. It, no, no, no.
1: it is the old Yi, like Yi Ye Jian Len. Yeah, it is, it so it like... is the old Oh, we're talking about Yi.
0: Okay, we're talking about the, the other same Yi.
1: The Jian is playing
0: <laughs> in the Rockets. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's, that's Joe Chi, right? He just is with the Rockets. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, So, yeah, uh, so AJ, but you still, despite all the challenges, you you still had a couple of good performances. So, tell us a little bit uh, just about how you felt about your own performances, you know, um, what you felt you did good, and then tell me what what you felt that you want to improve on.
2: Uh, I'll say if I would have done good, then our team would be, you know, uh, we would have qualified. Mm -hmm. But I didn't do good, uh, you know, because in the second quarter I would have uh, taken a step uh, and I I should have, you know, controlled the game because we were 19 points ahead and it's Mm -hmm. not, uh, you know. That game uh, against
0: Syria, so sad.
2: Yeah, that that only I'm saying. You know, if I would have done good and I, you know, I could have uh, skewed that and could have uh, achieved, uh, qualified for the other uh, upper level. Mm hmm. And uh, I'll say the good thing is that uh, the, uh, the the people who are uh, inexperienced, uh, they got a chance and mm-hmm. they they are uh, confident now. So if we have, we, we, uh, with the Vishnishamrit and me and Satnam, mm-hmm. we can, uh, you know, now, uh, uh, when, uh, if we put them also, they can also play with confidence because they have this experience now. Mm-hmm. So that's the good thing, plus point in our team now. And... Uh, I Where should, do you hope to you improve, improve your game? Improve on my dribbling skills, because if uh, some, some at some point this situation comes again, I have to do everything. So you know, I have to be good and I, I should be more uh, productive. Uh, just I want
1: to talk to you a little bit about the time uh, when you were here in Australia for the NBL draft campaign. I came and said hi to you, but like we couldn't speak too, spend too much time um, because you were very busy what was that experience like
2: so that experience was very good but i couldn't to- uh, take uh, its full uh, uh, you know i couldn't take a good thing from this that opportunity because i uh, went from a chicken box i was lying on the bed and really i yeah you didn't I look weak fly. now that you mention it mm mm-hmm. Yeah, wow. uh, so because uh, from the Mizoram league, I got uh, chicken pox. I came back from there. So the time I, I had a flight, so I had, I had chicken pox at that time also.
1: Oh wow.
2: wow. So I could not perform that well there. But that experience was really good for some of our players like Vishesh and Namrit are playing uh, you know, in mm-hmm. Australia and I'm really happy for them. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I think it was a very good opportunity for us
1: yeah I wanted to ask you about Amritpal's news as well so uh, you guys have been on the journey together for a lot long long time you went to Japan together and you played for the same team and I remember uh, the last time we spoke to Amritpal you even like you even said something from the background and made a like a mini guest appearance on the podcast so uh, you guys <laughs> yeah. have a good relationship so what's your opinion on uh, Amritpal playing in for the Sydney Kings?
2: Yeah, it's a very good opportunity for the players who are, you know, for the small kids who are growing up because he has opened path for them uh, to Australia if he plays good. Like, uh, you know, like we opened paths for people in Japan. So he's doing the same thing in Australia. I hope he plays good. And I'm really happy for him that he's doing great. And now he'll be playing with the NBA team so he can get opportunity in M- NBA also. Hope he get he, he becomes the first Indian to play in NB. Also, he's playing against Jazz in October th- th- 10th or something. Yeah.
0: So, it's gonna so be uh, really
2: happy for.
0: it's gonna be Amrit Pal against Rudy Gobert. I'm really looking forward to that.
2: Yeah, yeah. So, it would be a very uh, a very good matchup to see. Look forward to. Uh, are you and people uh, we know that Indian basketball players can also play, and you know, it will open uh, paths for Indian basketball players. To go abroad and play because a lot of the people think that Indian players can't play. So I think that the, from these steps, you know, we are proving that we are good. That's fantastic. Do, do
1: you still um, do you still talk to him every day and stuff?
2: Yes, sir. Uh, like not every day. He's not my girlfriend that I talk to. That's gonna uh, hurt his feelings, AJ. <laughs> i'm straight i'm straight so i i just wanted to tell you that,
1: that I'm, I'm straight <laughs> uh, i love this uh, what about your own uh, personal professional plans uh, are you going to go back and be involved with uh, team hamamatsu or are you thinking about the nba g league combine or uh, anything else in pipeline
2: I don't know, sir. I, first of all, I, you know, I, uh, I'll I'll go for with the uh, with the UPA thing. I have signed contract with them,
1: mm-hmm. so
2: I'll be with them. Uh, and after that, if they permit, I'll play with the three by three team, Hamamatsu team. Okay. Uh,
1: oh well, Amjad, uh, um, that's that's really fantastic. I hope you also get another chance to come down uh, to to Australia here and then uh, join hope so another
2: sir.
1: another team
0: it would be great to have many many indian players in the nbl um, yes sir aj when is the next uh, ubs season starting
2: Do you know i don't know sir. they okay. didn't tell anything about they didn't tell anything about the next season
0: or okay and and I, and I if i recall last year you went to the us for um, uh, to, to to prepare for or the train, train train in preparation for the for the d league right uh, yes. Is sir. that is that something that's still on your radar for the future?
2: Um, uh, I will love to do it, but till now I don't have any uh, you know uh, confirmation of going there and doing anything.
0: Okay, okay. So what is next? What is the next tournament? Where are you traveling next?
2: Um, uh, the next tournament, uh, I I really don't know. I I think it would be a qualifying round in November mm-hmm.
0: for
1: the
2: Indian team. Mm-hmm,
1: mm-hmm. You get to play uh, Syria and. And somebody
0: else again, right? For I think it's Syria and Lebanon. And uh, who's the third team in our in our group? It's uh, uh, it it's was uh,
2: it was Jordan, uh, Jordan, Jordan, Syria, mm-hmm. and Iran. Oh cool. no! I
0: mean, um, because now now the World Cup qualifiers are coming up in December, right? Yeah, yeah World November twenty first and twenty
2: third. I think
0: um so so we we'll have a chance very soon to get some sort of revenge on uh, the, the teams that beat us
2: yeah if uh, if uh, you know amrit and uh, vishesh come back mm-hmm. we'll we, uh, will have a good revenge because they'll have, they'll have a good experience after playing with the nba team and you know he's playing with the sydney kings so mm-hmm. he he would have a good experience there and he could help the team come up
0: um, and AJ, uh, I just want to ask you quickly about Coach Weber again. We spoke to him a lot. He's he's obviously been a very experienced coach. He's been with, you know, NBA teams for almost twenty years. Did you try to pick his yeah. brain a little bit about? Um, do you have do you, about the NBA players that he's coached or anything you wanted to learn and any any interesting stories that he te- uh, if he told you from the NBA?
2: Yeah, he used to uh, tell a lot about Steve Nash because I think he must, must be, uh, you know, he must have trained him, Myers and uh, Steve Nash. He used to tell him uh, tell that uh, uh, Steve Nash was a very excellent, a uh, hard worker. He used to mm-hmm. hard uh, work a lot more mm-hmm. than uh, anyone in the you know NBA. Uh, he, he used to work hard mm-hmm. and uh, and he used to tell that. Uh, you know, uh, like uh, he used to come. Steve Nash used to come three four hours before and train. And he 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 said he used to. You you have you should have mentality like Steve Nash and you know work hard mm-hmm. and uh, become a good player. That's great to
0: hear.
1: Amjad, uh, uh, one more question. So you mentioned at the start of the episode that you now play for Punjab Police, and I just remembered that the last time we spoke to you on the podcast, you said that. You kind of hated Chennai and I O B and stuff like that. So is that why you've
2: gone back to Punjab Police? Uh, no, it's not like that. Sir. Uh, you know, I, I hated uh, yeah, this uh, Chennai, but <laughs> it's it, it was near to my native place. Uh, so that's why I joined here. Uh,
0: Shots fired. <laughs> yes.
2: <sir. laughs>
0: no. Also, hey, you get you get to be closer to home food, which is. Uh, yeah, yeah. Which is definitely a big advantage. I know that the uh, I know I know that the food is Chennai is in is pretty good too. But I'm sorry, I'm i gonna side with um on this. So. <laughs> I don't
2: think so. <laughs> I don't think so. The food was the, is good. Was uh, the you know, they only eat rice, everything in Italy, rice, uh, dosa, rice, everything is rice. You know, so we are not habitual of eating rice that much.
0: Hot takes from so AJ. Don't. So <laughs> So, what what has been your, your diet now? See, now, now you have to be careful. Now, now that you're close to all the butter chicken, you have to resist the temptation. Maybe it's the <laughs> fact that maybe the fact you didn't like the food, it keeps you more fit, right? Think about that.
2: Yes, sir. <laughs> uh, but uh, I don't think that rice makes us fit. Uh, you know, it's a lot of dogs.
0: <laughs> Yeah, good point. Uh, so, have yes. you been eating? Did you celebrate with, with a lot of butter chicken when you signed with Punjab police?
2: Yeah, yeah, I ate a lot of uh, butter chicken for some time. (laughs) Now I am on, you know, I am on my mama diet.
0: What diet?
2: Oh, mama diet. diet.
0: Okay. Yeah, mama. Oh, speaking of that, uh, anything, uh, how was the food in in Lebanon?
2: Uh, The uh, the food was really good. Uh, It was like, uh, you know, uh, same like North India only, but it was uh, more of fried things. Mm-hmm. but it was really good really good uh, I must say they did a pretty good job in everything.
0: weekend uh, so, uh, in our next episode we need to get someone from Chennai over to defend
1: themselves <laughs> this, is,
0: this is
2: this
0: is too much these are too many shots being fired <laughs> towards, towards our
1: our friends from Chennai I'm <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> uh, just uh, the good news if you ever like come down to Australia to play the NBL here right there's tons of Punjabi food here so it's like you're not going to be missing on that front.
2: <laughs> yeah, I have a lot of relatives. there. You know, uh, my my pooaji lives in Australia, mm-hmm. so I was living with them only. So I don't have to worry about the pool.
1: <laughs> <laughs> excellent,
0: excellent. <laughs> um, Koshik, do you have any any more questions?
1: No, that's that's probably it. Amjot has given us a lot of good stuff as always. Um, it's full full of, <laughs> of uh, full of quick witty stuff.
0: Uh, Amjad, thanks a lot for joining us uh, we wish you thank best of luck so for well, the sir. next future ch- challenges uh, whether it's domestic tournaments or uh, the qualifiers which i guess is the next time we still have many more months for that uh, wish you best and and i hope the team is prepared and uh, once again like we just we are we are rooting for team india to do well
2: yes sir thank you so much sir
0: okay Amjad. take thanks. care bye bye thanks
2: Amjad. good luck
0: So, I want to thank uh, Indian basketball star Amjot Singh for joining us on Hoop Darshan, Giving us a great insight about, you know, kind of what went wrong for the national team at, in Lebanon at the FIBA Asia Cup. And also letting us know that he really, really dislikes Chennai food.
1: <laughs> uh, that that was not surprising. I just had forgotten <laughs> about that. Uh, it's good to bring that out of him. And I, I also, I, I really like his candid behavior, you know. Like he's, he just… He's a fun loving guy and he's a funny guy so yeah. it's, it's always good to listen to amjot uh, but he's so, let he's
0: he, he's let he's let the ladies know that he's straight so in case you know we have women listeners who are interested in Mr. amjot i, I mean in case he already has a girlfriend then in that case i'm getting him in trouble but <laughs> but it, but if not ladies he's he's a, he's very straight <laughs> <laughs> oh that's
1: right uh, but on, on a serious note i think it was good to hear from him about how um, the, the team, he believed, did not have enough preparation in, uh, going to the FIBA Fee- 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 tournament. And I think we've hammered this point down every time we've spoken to anybody or uh, we've heard from anybody involved with the setup. It's just that the the practice and training and preparation for it is so important because the level of competition is pretty high. Uh, a, a, any Anything that's not on that path, I think it has a significant impact.
0: Yeah, because every other team has trying their best they'll be they're not going to wait for you know they're not going to wait for india to catch up yeah everyone else wants to go far ahead and we have the star power and i i agree like you know i was a bit critical of how we played obviously we we suffered because uh, of injuries and you know players coming in late to the camp um but but, but if we need to have the, the depth too we can't always count on the big three to be healthy and prepared there's gonna be situations where one of them goes down, and we need to have uh, not just the depth, but the depth to be fit at all levels, yeah. and to be healthy, and to have the right diet, and to prepare the right way, so that when the number is called, they'll they'll come come up and grab the mantle. And I hope you know the younger listeners who are who have the who dreams to make it to the national team. Remember that you know, like the fact that I'm uh, uh, um, talked. Um, Joe told us Phil Weber talking about Steve Nash a lot. It it really brought a smile to my face because Steve Nash is one of those guys who, uh, from from you know from, from the from the layman's perspective, might not seem like the most dominant player on court, but he tried his ass off. He was a back-to-back MVP. He's one of the greatest point guards of all time, in my opinion. So, and you get there by hard work. You can't just rely on being good enough to be to make the Indian national team. You have to then be good enough to be a star for the Indian national
1: team. Absolutely, absolutely. Uh... I completely agree with that. And, and apart from that, I think uh, it was good to also hear him uh, talk about how his performance was uh, and like what he believed he needed to take that extra step up and what it compromised his actual game and what he expects to learn from it. It's always nice mm-hmm. to listen to players reflect on what their tournaments are or how their performances mm-hmm. are. Um, Kaushik, since we briefly mentioned
0: um, Steve Nash and the NBA... I think we should just uh, do a little catch-up. Because we haven't talked about this wild freaking off-season in a long time. Uh, did So, Kyrie Irving is a Boston Celtic now. What was your first thought when it finally, finally, finally went down?
1: Uh, look, I think the initial trade shook me up a little bit. Because uh, I didn't really think that the two best teams in the East would kind of trade point guards with each other. But I think, like, after having time to reflect on it and seeing lots of think pieces and like listening to podcasts and stuff like that about it, I'm actually like, I think that's a good trade for both teams. I don't know how fit Isaiah Thomas is, and I don't know how uh, ready he will be come start of the season. But I think, like, theoretically, it makes sense for both teams. Uh, With the Cavs, I get why they did that because obviously you can't have a disgruntled player on your team. And if Kyrie Irving wants to go ahead and, you know, be his own man somewhere else, play outside the shadow of LeBron James. So be it. And they got a pretty decent haul for it, uh, to begin with, I think. Isaiah I think they got a
0: great haul. I think they fleeced Boston, in my opinion.
1: Uh, I'm not... So, I think I both agree and disagree, in, in a sense that, like, if when a when a star player wants out, uh, you usually don't get, like, an equal haul for it. And they did. Yep. yep. Um, which is why it feels like a lot. But... I do think at the, on the other end that like Kyrie Irving is an absolute stud and he's going to be amazing in, in Boston and I think uh, probably like the only person who might be a little let down is Gordon Hayward because he he is not going to be the number one star yeah. there yeah. like yeah. he thought he might have been but uh, Kyrie Irving is an amazing player and I think with the system that Boston has and with with an amazing coach that Brad says, I feel sick talking about post-Celtics in such a positive manner, but uh, <laughs> uh, I think he's going to be great for them. Um, whether he, whether uh, it's going to be good enough to beat LeBron and friends, I don't know, but uh, it's definitely much more interesting than last year.
0: He'll be good for them, but I still feel that Cavs got... I mean, okay, so Isaiah is hurt and therefore... The, um, and, and I, I, Isaiah, even when healthy, is not as good as Kyrie, even at his best, in my opinion. Yeah, I agree. but he did average thirty points a game last season, you know. So it's not like he's he's no scrub. So so because he was hurt, they they added the draft pick. Fair enough, but then they also added Jay Crowder and they added Zizic and they added a, a second round pick for the future, which I really felt. I think I think um, Isaiah and the Brooklyn pick should have been enough value for for Kyrie. Uh, or maybe Isaiah Brooklyn pick and a future second rounder, but but giving up Jay Crowder too, I think that was a step too far. Uh, I think uh, that, they said, did that
1: just because like the numbers had to work. Uh,
0: uh, I, I think if if Jay Crowder is just a numbers guy, that's a great guy just for the numbers to work. He's
1: yeah, gonna be yeah, and I think that's that's exactly what Boston hoped with Jay Crowder. Like obviously they loved his uh, production and everything, but the reason he's become so coveted is because typically people of that kind of. Production, uh, they cost like seventy to 18 million dollars, and he was just on like yeah. seven or eight million dollar yeah. contract. So it's, uh, it's a really good deal for Cleveland, uh, both in next year's short term view as well as you know depending on what Mr. LeBron James does in the offseason next year. Uh, they've kind of got their options open as well. So, um, congrats to Mr. Kobe Altman who pulled this off as his first ever deal. It's uh, yeah, it's that's been pretty amazing.
0: And I've and I'm glad you mentioned the LeBron James question because really, if 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 LeBron uh, really wants to build something, he will tell the Cavs that you know what I'm staying here. You trade that Brooklyn pick for somebody yeah. right now. You trade that yeah. Brooklyn pick for like DeMarcus Cousins or whatever. You know I've heard that rumor flying around, or, or maybe even Carmelo Anthony or whoever. You know, mm-hmm. but the Cavs aren't going to do it because if if they're not sure that LeBron's if if they think LeBron's leaving then why are they going to, you know, give up on the future on another veteran player right now? Exactly. So, I think... And and that, to me, will eventually be... Like, the answer to the question, is LeBron staying or leaving? is going to depend on whether that pick stays with Cleveland or not. If Cleveland are keeping that pick, then I'm 100% sure LeBron's gone. Yeah. But if they trade him now, uh, then it's it's likely that he's promised them that he's going to stay with them. So, we'll see.
1: That's true. That's true. And the NBA season can't come soon enough. It's still, like... A month and a half or more to go, right? Like, feels feeds forever. Uh, I know if we, we say that the NBA is now like a 12-month sport, but these like FIBA tournament months are usually um, when there is, a, there is a real lull and like you miss the NBA. Yeah.
0: Well, um, we had the Hall of Fame recently and…
1: Uh, oh, shout out to T-Mac.
0: I have a hot take. Oh, go for it. I think T-Mac I doesn't deserve to t T-Mac is not a first ballot Hall of Famer. I'm I'm like super offended that there was no, uh, I guess because he's made like friends in the media now as a broadcaster. Yeah. I'm like like there, there was no grumblings against like it was uh, people just accepted like oh yeah of course he is, which to me is kind of shocking because he uh, I, I I would have been okay with him getting like getting it eventually you know like a um you know uh, you know when when people keep on applying many years later blah blah blah. Yeah.
1: Yeah.
0: But. To be a no-question shoe-in is a shock for me. Here's a guy who, again, like, in his prime years, he was one of the best offensive players at, ever, you know, like, for, for that four-five-year stretch. Mm-hmm. But it was a short stretch compared to, you know, other great offensive players like Kobe, Iverson, whatever. Yeah. And he never once, in his prime, um, went past the first round of the playoffs. Yeah, that, that counts, that's first run
1: me. doesn't count at all. So, you could say yeah. he never did.
0: Uh, yeah, he basically only made the playoffs. He never won a playoff series. Uh, and the only time he won it was by not playing. He was not the Spurs team that went to the finals. Yeah. So, his, his best contribution to a, a successful team, I, I know it feels sad saying this, <laughs> was was uh, was was defending Tracy McGrady or, or playing against, no, sorry, was playing against Kawhi Leonard in practice and helping him become a finals MVP eventually.
1: <laughs> uh. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I kind of agree with your hot take, I think. Like, um, I don't think he's somebody who you consider in that same, uh, you know, same light as the first ballot Hall of Famers that you mentioned. All those guys, Kobe, Iverson, etc. That's that's a different level. Uh, and I don't think he's done enough to reach that. But at the same time, he had those highest of heists that not too many others have had. like that. Yep. That particular nine or ten second stretch where he scored four oh, three pointers to win—that is like that, stuff of legends. You can't create that shit. Thirteen
0: points in thirty-three seconds or something. Yeah, I something have like never. That. It was amazing. Uh, like uh, for that alone, he deserves to be in NBA highlights till the end of time. So
1: that's, absolutely, absolutely, and I think that's probably why, or, or that those kind of high moments mask uh, his otherwise like not so stellar career. That's kind of harsh. He, he's, career was stellar but just not at that same level as some of the others we mentioned
0: it I mean it, it is harsh but that's uh, like the Hall of Fame has to be a, a harsh gate right like you, yeah. you, it, it it should be difficult for players to make it it should be disappointing for players who have had good but not great legacies to miss out I, that's, that's my opinion I feel like it should be a more exclusive club than, than it already than it is uh, yeah, so, yeah.
1: I, I, I absolutely agree uh, and Apart from that, are you keeping an eye out on EuroBasket at all?
0: I am keeping a very f- lazy eye out on it. <laughs> we have we have now reached the semi-final stage, right?
1: Uh, no, we are still in the quarters. So.
0: Oh wait. Oh yeah, of course. There's yeah, but the brackets are, are lined up. So I think yeah. the brackets are lined up. That Slovenia and Spain might play each other.
1: That's right. So actually, I think it, I don't know if it's tonight or tomorrow, but Slovenia play um, Latvia, with Yeah. Kestavs Porzingis. It's going to be
0: amazing. That's going to be a great game because Porzingis has been killing it in this tournament. Yeah, he's, he he's has. Been a piece.
1: He absolutely has and he just looks so good compared to that competition. So, it's uh, it's going to be an interesting one but I think Slovenia has just too much fiber. They've looked so good. Um, yeah. Goran Dragic is like he doesn't belong at that Eurobasket level. He's just so much better and uh, yeah. we're, we're, we're starting to see a little bit of what uh, or how, how special Luka Doncic is going to be and Oh, man. He's so good. I can't wait for him to get to the
0: NBA. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm really rooting for another tanking season for the Knicks so that we get... <laughs> <laughs> so, we, so we make it. Um, and, and, and obviously, with, with Slovenia doing well, shout out to our uh, former guest, Wanya, because uh, she's always there rooting on the Slovenian national team. Um, who do you think wins it, Kaushik, if you have to just make a prediction right now?
1: Oh, well, so... I think it's probably going to be Spain. Um, yeah. And... It's also funny because, like, Spain, they don't have Sergio Yul. And I thought with him, they were, like, clear favourites. But even without him, they seem to be. Uh, they, it's just that the rest of the competition isn't that good now. And some of the main players, like, Serbia does not have... Um, oh, man, why am I blanking out on his name? Teodosic. Uh, yeah. So, they don't have Teodosic. And, like, Croatia just lost recently, I think, to Greece. Which is, like, the mm-hmm. most random upset. Uh, and Lithuania has gone. And... none of the traditional powerhouses exist France is out already Italy Mm -hmm. like barely scraped it so there's no real competition which is why Slovenia is so interesting because they are absolutely they're on fire and they just Mm -hmm. should have been on the other side of the draw and Spain and Slovenia would have been the ideal final but I guess we'll have to settle for semi-finals um yeah
0: so let's see let's see what happens we'll we'll definitely try to recap this in our next tournament um Kaushik, any other thoughts before we uh, call in a close to this uh, this long informative episode?
1: Uh, not really. I think uh, we're just getting by in the off season days of of the NBA with uh, what little we can make of like Eurobasket and Asian championships and so on. Uh, and always, as always, it was nice to hear uh, Indian basketball perspective from uh, Amjot Singh. Um, it was good. A- anything for you to add?
0: Um, well, once again, just want to thank our listeners for, for tuning in, for for spending time listening to us. And we will be back with with something again very soon. Something India Basketball, maybe an NBA uh, preview since the season is, you know, only a month away. <laughs> we'll, we'll see.
1: <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Uh, and as always, if you ever want to reach out to us, uh, Karan is at Hoopisani on Twitter and I'm at underscore six 7 The podcast is at HoopDarshan. We are also available on that name on a variety of different platforms like um, like Facebook, SoundCloud, iTunes, Podbean, etcetera, etc, etc. Twitter. Yeah, Twitter, <laughs> and we are as available as um, amjot Singh finds rice in Chennai. <laughs> <over. laughs> um,
0: on on that note, thank you very much. <laughs> See and, you guys later.
1: And hashtag India basketball. <laughs>